Welcome back to Potting and Driving. I almost said You Kill Kenny podcast, but that one's dead and gone. It is January 3rd, 2023. And I know we're all messing up our dates and years right now. We have to remember it's 23, not 22. I definitely messed up a couple of times today and I had to scratch out 22 and I was like, damn it. It's something that we always do. And, uh... It's kind of frustrating, but anyways, hope everyone had a happy new year. I I went to bed at 1030 and uh, no going out for me, no seeing the ball drop, but I was hearing damn near every firework in the world just going off outside my door. So that was fun to wake up to at midnight and then it continued <laughs> all the way for at least a couple hours. Just going, <laughs> hear the little bottle rockets going, <laughs> but didn't, I mean, it woke me up, but oh well, people were having fun. So I want to get into, first I want to say I updated the house. I, I have chairs now. For almost a year, I've gone without chairs at my island. So shout out to... Liz, my mom, free shout out for her, uh, for supplying me with the chairs. They are pretty sick chairs, not going to lie. They might be the dopest chairs ever created. And and I definitely put them together, so they're definitely sturdy. They're not going to fall. All right, let's get into it. Last night was Monday Night Football. Bengals-Bills, pivotal game. To uh, potentially clinch to potentially clinch the division last night to be AFC North champions and um, hope and holding out on hopes for clinching the uh, number one seed. If you watched the game, it was uh, Bengals had the perfect start. You know, went right down the field. Joe Joe Burrow touchdown to Tyler Boyd in the back of the end zone, and then. Bills come down, answer with a field goal. Uh, Bills' offense looked very good, and you know Josh Allen is just a playmaker, and Stephon Diggs is—I don't want to say he—he he is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. Give credit to Justin Jefferson though, because that they are just Justin Jefferson is just going off. Uh, he's having a hell of a season, but Stephon Diggs, I would say, is one B if we're going as rankings. Um, But anyways, so late in the first quarter, Bengals are driving again. Joe Burrow hits T. Higgins on a, on a, uh, just a little in route, you know, pick up a first down. And it just looked like a typical, a typical play that we have seen thousands of times be made in, Pee-wee in high school, um, college, pro, and I, I don't want to get his name wrong. Uh, Demar Hamlin, number three for for the Bills. He uh, he did not get get back up. 
and that was uh it was very it was shocking honestly it was very frightening to to see that you know I think we all thought it was probably like a, I mean he didn't hit his head didn't look like it, we all we just all thought it was probably like a concussion or something but when you go back and watch the replay uh that man just dropped and it was not a pretty sight to see and you know the medical staff rushed out there and then we started going to the breaks and you know he's not moving he is just laying on the ground still and then they they panned over to Josh Allen and this is when i knew it was it was serious, and this wasn't a typical injury. Uh, his face was just, it was white. He had just a white face, and his hands were over his mouth, and his eyes were just wide open. Like, he, there was just, it was like, he's in something he's never seen. It just shook him completely. And I, I was texting Tanner throughout that whole situation, and I, and I told him, I was like, I, I think... I think something more serious has happened than what we are all thinking. And, you know, go to another break. And it's longer and longer and longer. And then it got to the point of the entire teams are out into the field. And they're just hugging each other. And now we're seeing, like, raw emotions come out of gladiator men. You know, dudes are crying. And... That doesn't happen very often in football, especially not like during an injury. You know, very few times I can remember seeing dudes cry during an injury, and that it reminds me of a Ryan Shazier. You know, when he was paralyzed from the waist down, I remember seeing dudes cry on the Steelers for that. But this one was just completely, completely different. Um, Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm just... Yeah, I was right, Damar Hamlin. All right, good, I got his name right. God forbid I would have gotten his name wrong. Uh, Y'all would have canceled me probably. But both teams are on the field, and they're just hugging each other, they're crying, and it's just very emotional. And in that moment, I, I... I said to myself, he might have died. He He might be dead on the field. Because dudes don't act like that, and and you no, know, you don't get those reactions from dudes, you know. And they're not showing him; they're not showing the replay anymore. They're not showing. You know, it was a good job by the Bills and the Bengals team from just kind of blocking off everyone around them so that you know, no one could really gain access into what was actually happening. Um, but then. Another break happens, and the stadium is silent at this point. And I forget who was the sideline reporter that mentioned it or was uh, covering it. She said that they were loading him into the ambulance and that they had been performing CPR for nine minutes. Uh, Nine minutes is a very long time for CPR. Uh, that means he, he, he died. He was dead on the field for that amount of time. Um, it was just a very rough 
rough scene to see and I mean even just to to make the the broadcast booth and I mean god even the the who was NFL live people you know they just had to keep like they're being forced to just like kill time and kill time and at the at one point it's just it's just regurgitating you know that we don't see this happen in football you know thoughts and prayers and at some point like why why make them have to you know kill the time like you know send it to someone else you know give someone else an, a view or an opinion uh, and they eventually they brought in Ryan Clark and they got uh, Scott Van Pelt on there but um i mean got they just had no idea what's happening no one had any idea what was happening you know, we were all constantly refreshing i was constantly refreshing twitter I was just like, you know, I need an answer. I, I like, is this dude okay? Is he breathing? Does he have vitals? Like something. And um, it was just a horrible, horrible situation that you know I, we all had to witness that. And I mean, big prayers out to Demar Hamlin because nine minutes to be admitted to CPR is just. People don't usually come back from that. And when when they said they were sending him off to University of Cincinnati Hospital, I kind of had a, like a little sigh of relief, a little hope. Like, okay, he's going to one of the, the best trauma centers in the world, University of Cincinnati Hospital. Like, he, he will be in good hands there. Um, but just that... That whole situation, the fiasco, I mean, I don't ever recall seeing or hearing something like that happening on a football field. I, I, I mean, I know, I've seen people, like, drop during a basketball game or a soccer game like that where they go into cardiac arrest. But I've never seen that in football, and especially at the highest level of football. Um, so that was just my recap of the whole situation that went on there. Now what concurred, you know, after that was the tweets from Skip Bayless. Uh, I might have a very hot take because it is, uh, is going against everyone. He is a reporter. He has a job. You know, he's been doing this pretty much his whole career. Um, he was just doing his job. And, I mean, even his tweets, I'm looking at them right now. Uh, nothing more important than that young man's health. Uh, quote, quoting him, nothing more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that misunderstood. Uh, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game. Oh, here it is. This is the tweet that got everyone, you know, up in arms and is just, they want to cancel Skip. And I quote, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This is late in the season. The game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So he's not wrong. I even 
even after that whole you know situation went off, and you know they they took Demar Hamlin off the field, got into the ambulance, and got him out, and was sent to the hospital. Then yes, then you know he's at, he's asking, he's just doing his job. He's just asking like, okay, how how is this going to play out now? Because all the players, you know, they were not okay. They just saw their brother go down, and he didn't get back up. And they witnessed probably, if you haven't seen CPR administered on someone that doesn't have a pulse, and they're fighting to get them back to life, fighting to get them a heartbeat going, it is, it is brutal. It is very brutal to, to see a, a, a lifeless body and someone trying to bring them back. It is just one of the most worst things someone can see for themselves. And, you know, I, I know in my, I even asked myself, like, how is this game going to play out? Like, are we just going to, you know, they said, give them five minutes and get back on the field, which is completely and utterly <laughs> insane to think about that the NFL is like, just give them five minutes and they'll be good. Like, no, 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 no. They're not fine. And you can visually see that they are not fine. No one was fine. Both teams, they were not fine. And God bless Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott for saying, uh, fuck that. We're going to take the teams off the field. We're going to go to the locker room and we are going to discuss this with our teams if we want to come back out and play. And at that point, I mean, judging off of what was being on, said on social medias and everything and you know, watching the broadcast, no one, it was a consensus that no one should be playing a game last night. Like it, it was just done. It was done. It was over. Uh, we can figure out a do, another date to play this. But that night, nothing mattered other than DeMar Hamlin. But I, yeah, that, and that's the thing, like, okay, how are we going to do this? Because this, this was a very, very big game for both teams. You know, and now next, and you, you can't just move it later in the week because now, essentially, you'd have a double header for both the Bengals and the Bills because they would have to play a game and then come right back this Sunday and play another game. Like those dudes just get, like their bodies go through hell on that field in the trenches. You know, they take such big hits and they, tr- and they maintain their bodies. You know, they try to maintain their bodies in a certain way that they're able to play that, you know, one game a week, even on a short week, you know, they're still rehabbing and, like just doing all the treatments that they can to get them ready. You know, they play on Monday and guess what? We're playing on a Sunday. So basically you have two games in one week. So if you move it back later this week, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to play within like a couple of days of each other. And that's insane. You know? So yes, I skip was right to ask that question. He was right to say, okay, how is this going to get done? And now we, we still don't even know how it's going to get done. Uh, I I don't think Skip does, Skip does have it coming to him most of the time with you know the stuff he says, especially what he said about Shannon Sharp and you know his Hall of Fame career. That 
that was insane what he said. But just for last night, I mean, give the guy a pass. Like, everyone was so emotional and so upset, and they were looking for an outlet to take their anger out. And, you know, Skip just happened to be that guy. And I think he deserves a pass for that because he was doing his job. He, you know, he wasn't pointing fingers at anyone. But he was just asking a question saying, how are we going to, how are we going to do this? I said that to myself. I said, how are we, I even said it. I was like, how are we even going to play this game now? Like, because we're not playing tonight. There's absolutely no way anyone's playing or they should play. But how are we going forward to play this game? Um, so that's my take on the whole month, uh, last night. Uh, and then today, Bart Scott is a giant piece of shit of a human being. How fucking dare he go after T and say, well, if he didn't lower his head, what the fuck else is he supposed to do? That's a football play. It was, it was the rarest one in probably a billion chance he hit him with the right amount of force at the right time in between. I, I'm not a doctor, so <laughs> don't, don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor. But I saw a, I, I will go off doctor's opinions and views on what they said about the situation. Is that he hit him with the right amount of force at the perfect time in between uh, DeMar's heartbeats and it just threw his whole heart rhythm off and that was the that was the probable cause of you know what happened to DeMar uh I mean it was just a just a shitty shitty situation that just I mean something that is probably the rarest thing in a sports in a sporting event um but back to Bart. Bart is a, such a fucking douchebag. Fuck you, Bart Scott. You fucking piece of shit. Going after T. And anyone else apparently is sending death threats to T. Fuck you as well. Come after T. You come after all of us. And I will go to war for fucking T. Higgins. That, that, he's such a good dude. He had, no, he had no fault in that. He was just playing the game. And it, it just happened. Like, no, there's no way anyone should be pointing the finger at T. Higgins. It, that is so insane to even think about. Like, you're going after the guy that he just caught the ball and turned up field. That was it. That was all that T. Higgins did. He just caught the ball, turned up field. DeMar comes down, makes a, a typical routine tackle. It wasn't a hard hit, but it was a the hit was hard enough in the right spot at the right time for for this to happen to DeMar. And Bart Scott is just a piece of shit. That, that's what I'm going to say about him. He's a pussy. Uh, he has it out for the Bengals. You know, he basically told the Ravens to put a, a vendetta out on Joe Burrow. Like, fuck you, dude. Suck my dick. I need to at Bart Scott and tell him to meet me in the ring or something. We'll fucking pay-per-view it and then all of it will go to Damar Hamlin's foundation because uh, I'm going to beat his fucking ass. 
But then today, you know, it, it, it was the talk of every radio station that I listened to. Um, and on my drive home, I, someone said something that really got so much under my skin. And it's very hard to get under my skin. I'm a very tough-skinned person. Like, you can call me whatever and usually I'll just laugh at you or I'll say something smart back and then, like, that'll be it. Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings like, for instance, <laughs> I know this is veering off from the whole serious situation, but trying to bring a little co- comedic relief right now. Uh, at Keith and Ashley's wedding, you know, up in Mount Adams, we went to a bar up there. <laughs> and, you know, I was pretty drunk at this point. I had numerous amount of Budweiser's flowing through me. Uh, got to the bar and I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And it's a college bar, so there's a bunch of, you know, 19, 20-year-old kids with fakes in there. And I'm just sitting there waiting in line. It's been like at least 10, 15 minutes that I've been standing in line. And I'm like one of the next few people to go. And this group of guys, probably 19, 20-year-old kids, like five of them walk out of a bathroom together. And, you know, they're all laughing. And it's like, oh, 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 oh. And then... Like, they're, like, pointing at the line, like, oh, look at this line, it's so long, ha, ha, ha. And then they're walking past me, I was like, yeah, y'all suck each other off in there? And then one of them took offense to it, and he turned right, what the fuck you say? I said, you sucking each other's dicks in there? And he was like, fuck you, pussy, I'll beat your ass. I'm like, I'm right here. And, like, he came and gave me, a, like, a, like, a forearm shiver and did nothing. To, I literally just stood there. He didn't move me. I just stood there. I just stared at him. I was just laughing at him. Like, you're such a pussy. And I was just laughing, going, ha, <laughs> And then all of his buddies came over. They grabbed him. He was like, no, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. I was like, yeah, because I'll beat your fucking ass. Which I would have. I would have fucking skull drugged this little prick. So, anyways, I got to pee. But uh, back to what I heard on the radio. Some vet, some fucking disabled veteran, he called in. He was like, oh, I'm such and such of blah, blah, county, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I was a ni- I'm a 1991 Gulf War disabled vet. And like, oh, thank you for your service. And I just sit there and I, I just kind of eye roll like, okay, cool, whatever. Thanks for your service, bro. And... He goes on to say, like, I feel horrible for what happened to the kid, but I feel more bad about all the people that, you know, they didn't get to see the game played. Now, and I, even the, the radio personnel, they're just kind of like, what? Like, are you serious? And then, you know, he goes on saying, well, you know, when soldiers, you know, when, when they get killed, you know, they don't get this attention, you know, they... They don't get paid what athletes get paid. They, blah, 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 you know, it was like, oh, I'm a fucking vet. I did this, you know. I watched all my the X amount of brothers die. And I'm like, yeah, because that's fucking war, you idiot. You signed a dotted line to protect the country from all foreign and domestic enemies. Uh, yeah, there is a good chance that you are going to die. Because you got sent to fucking war. Football is not war. I know metaphorically we say football is war. Football is, you know, we try to 
you know, coined the phrase, they're gladiators. In a sense, yes, but it's not fucking war. They don't sign their contracts, you know, thinking that they're going to die on the field of battle. It's, you can't compare a soldier to an athlete. That is fucking stupid. And then he goes on to say, oh, you know, military don't get, doesn't get paid what they, the athletes get paid. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, no, like you're such an asshole right now. No one gives a shit. I guarantee you, no, no Buffalo Bill or Cincinnati Bengal fan in that stadium that night gave two shits about getting their money back or not seeing the game. They were also worried about DeMar Hamlin, the situation that was happening, trying to get updates, and just trying to make sure like that he was alive and that his family should have been was getting notified. And that's all that mattered. Why are we bringing up you know, fucking military shit into this? It, it is completely irrelevant in that situation. And I'm a vet. I never went to war. I never went downrange. Uh, so, and I actually, it got to the point where he just kept talking and saying just the dumbest shit. I actually called in the radio station. First time ever. I've never called into a radio station. I called in and I was like, hey, like, I just listened. I just heard that guy come on and just spew the most asinine stuff I've ever heard in my life. I was trying not to cuss because, you know, you're not supposed to cuss on the air. But uh, I just told him, like, hey, like, uh, how are you comparing an athlete to a soldier? Like, and I brought him the perspective. I'm a vet too, but I, you know, you can't bring a soldier to an athlete. It is just two completely different worlds, two different, uh, Services that providing one is providing security for the nation, one is providing entertainment, and you know, sports brings everyone together. Sports brings everyone together. The uh, like he just was just spewing just straight bullshit. That's all. That's what I could say. He just spewing straight bullshit, and. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and then I called in, and then another vet called in, So, and he's like, yeah, whatever that guy just said was just complete and utter crap. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> I'm not the only one that thinks this right now. Like, thanks for having my back, dude. And then I got called Stolen Valor. <laughs> the guy on the radio was like, he just mentioned he was a veteran, but we don't know if he actually is. Is he Stolen Valor? I don't know. Check my fucking service record, you bitch. It was a, the, the craziest, most insane thing I've, and the scariest that I've witnessed on in a football game. That was, I don't know, and just hearing everyone's opinions about, you know, Skip and, you know, fucking, even more people, like, calling in later, but, like, well, it's the same thing. Like, what about, you know, do you get your money back? Like, no, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? If you get your money back. No, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't give a shit. I said, take my money and give it to his don- and, and give it to his donation. I do not care. Because I want DeMar to be alive. I don't give a shit about the game. The game has served no purpose to anyone right now. It is all about DeMar. And making sure that he is fucking alive. And that his family is there. And that, you know... 
people are able to go and see him. And last reports that I heard, he was in critical condition. He had vitals. And now, I I haven't checked today, but you know the dude's fighting for his life. <sighs> Fuck, man! People just say the stupidest shit, and they just think they can say it and not have repercussions for saying it. God bless. People actually think that way. It is just, it was so irritating and frustrating to hear. But I am, I'm very, you know, glad to see the consensus of people being like, are just more concerned about uh, DeMar and his health and his well-being. And that's how everyone should be. We should just all be caring about DeMar in this time. Uh, also, he, had a found, he has a foundation. And within that time, he only had, I think, a couple of thousand dollars in his donation. And that shit skyrocketed to like quarter of a million and it's, and it's probably still going. I haven't looked at it yet. It, it might be like half a mil. It might be over half a mil at this point. And that's awesome. That just shows show that people care. And like from what the reports were like, he was, he was a good guy. Like, you know, everyone being around him. Like if you have it, donate to his foundation. I, I'm going to... Uh, I think it's called Making M's. I'll have to look at it and see what it's actually called. But like he had, the dude has a foundation. Like, give money to him. Give money to his foundation. Uh, it's not financial advice, so don't use that shit for me. Uh, it's not like FTX. But uh, now I'm just sputtering, and my head is just now... I'm just thinking of what that guy was saying on the radio, and it's just, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Uh, but give Skip a pass. <laughs> just give Skip a pass this one time. That's all I'm asking. Just this one time, give Skip Bayless the pass. <sighs> Don't usually go into those kind of talks on here. Um... That's all I'm going to say about it. That's my recap. And that, those are my thoughts on, on DeMar Hamlin and the whole situation with T and Skip. Fuck you, Bart Scott, you piece of shit. And fuck that disabled vet. Um, I hope that you lose your handicap sticker and you can't use handicap parking. I said it. I said it. Sue me. Cancel me. Uh, fuck that guy because just because you're a disabled vet doesn't mean that, you know, you should just get fucking everything because you just said horrible. Your, your, your sense of thinking is just way off the tracks <laughs> with what he was saying. Um, but yeah, that, that was, uh, that is all I got to say about that. And I will leave it at that. Take it how you want it. Uh, shout out to the six people that listened last week uh probably one of them was me so really five (laughs) five people listened uh i'm going to try to be bringing people on again i just need to reach out and uh for everyone who's concerned about tanner he is um 
He's doing okay. He's just having experimental surgery to have his balls removed. Uh, he's alive. He's well. Now's the tough part. He has to transition into being a woman. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned next week. I know this is going to drop on Wednesday, and I said I do it on Mondays. You know, Sunday being New Year's Day, I just figured uh, – I'm not going to do anything New Year's Day. I'm just going to chill out, relax, and that's exactly what I did. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be seeing you.